0: Be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminished and the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more no game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want
1: Welcome to the Rant Room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, we we'll keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Black, Black Panther's, Panthers Quest. Quest.
2: All right. <laughs> Sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> you we, didn't know what that is? We didn't then? know. I
3: didn't
1: know the... Tell uh, them what
2: it is, Chris. I didn't know the uh, tagline. <laughs> so um, so
4: our uh, friend of the show, Jeffrey Thorne, uh, he used to write on Leverage and, a bunch of the, and he was an actor and... Um, and he the night. He was the showrunner on the Black Panthers Quest cartoon that okay. Marvel put out. That's on Disney XD. Sundays. And on Sundays and uh and I guess they're about to reach the mid season finale mm-hmm. right now. It's been really amazing. It's not really affiliated with the co- I mean, it's you know, it's not following the comics, not following the movie, it's its own kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's it's very um <coughs> It's, it's, it's well done It's smart It's And it's It's just breaking new ground For what you could do With those characters mm-hmm.
1: so that Sounds great It's exciting <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Up. So you guys know How we do it on the Rat room On this show We discuss entertainment TV Film Music Culture But our focus is always Screenwriting Stories Craft And shit like that That's why I do You can cuss on the show Ha He's grown. How are you like that? <laughs> and he doesn't. That's <laughs> what I love about it. He's like my cousin. Was like, okay, but no. <laughs> but no. Excellent. Yes, excellent. <laughs> so you guys hear
2: her voice. Lisa Bolacaja is back in the house. Hey, happy National uh, Native American History yes. Month. Absolutely. Uh, for those of us. You in, see in, that new
1: John Lugo Gazzamo show on yeah.
2: Netflix? Hey. He goes. Hey. Really? Dude. Hey. It's all about the history. And well, he's always, there's the thing about John. John has always ass. been like that, but y'all been mm-hmm. sleeping on him for years when he was doing his yeah. off Broadway shows and right. doing. He's always been like that. Mm-hmm. So he's just coming back around to his roots. Right. So, anyway, for those of you who are affiliated, you know that uh, when it's that time of the month, but it's Native Hi- History Month, you know, I got to wear all my t shirts. Today's t shirt is uh, Boarding School Dropouts. It's what all my Shout out, out to all my Lakota peoples And shout out to my own people Hey Mississippi Choctaw people uh, We need to start having it Where when people Pass through Mississippi They need to have Some passports <laughs> And we need to be Very restrictive Of who we let in and out Okay okay. So I'm just putting that out there For the fam out there And all the native folks Who are uh, doing things Hey and shout out To a tribe called Geek um, And all those people Who went to The Indigenous Comic Con This is the third Annual Indigenous Comic Con I was not able to go This year I went to the very first one Amazing I'm trying to go next year. So shout out to the native geeks out there who are doing their comic books, who are that. doing their movies, doing their sci-fi. We exist, we here. <laughs> See what you want our land. One. See what I gonna do. This <laughs> one and if anybody needs to be leaving, it's y'all. <laughs> 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 so we got
1: my man just sitting and listening to it today today everybody, Jasani Drew. What's up, Jasani yell
2: I'm good. God bless you. <laughs> exactly. He brought in Danny Trejo <laughs> Donuts. And y'all heard me earlier. I was praying. You heard me. I was praying. I said I passed by Danny Trejo's Donuts Place and I said, Hey, I should really stop. And I said, No, I have I have I have power. I have control over what I eat. If God wants me to have these donuts, He'll make it happen. Uh-huh. And damn it, if I'm not walked in here, God Works in mysterious way. He ain't working on these fires. <laughs> <laughs> but he is working on your girl getting his donuts. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be working on the fires. He might be and working on the fires. And shout out to our fire. firefighters, our first responders. Because I yeah. know you guys are doing, yes. the, doing some serious work. And I know a few of them I read that already lost their own home. So mm-hmm. shout out to our first responders out there who are dealing with it. And for <laughs> those of you who are up there talking about, we going to shelter in. Get the hell out. You live in a I'm rich saying. area You got some insurance yeah, do You know, you got, got, got some houses? resources <laughs> You need to leave Because what you're doing Is you're putting other people In danger Trying to save you When you just Get the hell out So if you are able to leave And get somewhere Go There is no such thing As shelter in place Get to step in Kardashians Go
1: Amen uh, oh. So then we got my man Chris Derrick In the house From Rodney's Wrecking Team The Derrick Brothers What's up Chris?
4: Not much today. Yeah He's just Just living today
1: Right
2: Wait is that just, your 70s smooth Pimp voice I know didn't he Is that the <laughs> Where's my bitch, bitch Is that the super fly <laughs> <laughs> Is that the pre? Is that your priest voice <laughs> <laughs> tell you, be I told you we're crazy to have I my to. money <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: I'm, so, just, <laughs> I'm just a little tired today uh, I was out I had to, A friend of mine was in town From Chicago last night So I went to that dinner with her at um, like the club
1: Letting it rain on them I said no, I, I, I didn't do all that I didn't do all that I didn't do, I didn't do that you sure a good time. Folks ain't making it rain They collecting money Up on the floor
2: You throwing it out I'm picking it up so, uh, <laughs> that's it
4: That's it You know I was I, would, I had uh, You know there's a movie That I wanted to see again So I was watching Part of it last night it's one of my uh, One of these films That mm. always kind of uh, brings me back into like what why, why I do this is called the lives of others. This mm-hmm. German film. It's just kind of about like the power of how how art is transformative to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got the Blu-ray because I had like some eBay bucks sitting around. I was like, I gotta use them. I gotta use. Yeah. They're gone. And I was so I just got that. And. um I love that movie so much. It's such an interesting movie. People I should started, take a look at it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I great started to see
1: D, y'all damn cinephiles. Um, <laughs> I started watching that that uh, Orson Welles doc. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Dude, it's a trip. The love me when I'm dead. Yeah. 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 Have you seen yeah. that one yet? The dog
3: is great. The film he made, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. wasn't yeah.
2: made.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the film's crazy. The film's crazy. Yeah. He <laughs> went to be Antonioni. He wasn't quite there. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. He was
1: trying, though. He was trying. Yeah, he was trying. Um, cool. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get to the show. So today we got our big bro on the show, Dwayne Johnson Cochran. Everybody, oh, nice to meet you, DJ. You, you. Depending on how you want to call him, <laughs>
2: they don't call you
1: DJ, no, do they? they? <laughs>
2: no, just D. <laughs> DJC. DJC. <Z, laughs> yeah. What's up? was
1: up? Writer, producer, showrunner, executive producer, pimp, dog, OG. How many? How many? How many? How many uh, what do they call it? <laughs> monikers. How many monikers? How many?
3: I direct too. So Yes, sir, of course. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everyone being here
1: today. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm about the have... Wu Tang Clan, you know, it's yeah, like, great. A lot, of, a lot of questions. It's all coming. The last time we did, the last time we did a podcast, we did one on the Writers Guild podcast, and when I interviewed you about the Jungle, genre that genre was very cool. Which is something you created
3: and started. Yeah, I started that. Yeah. How many years ago was that? that was Ten ago. years ago, this month. Wow. wow. Ten years ago. It was right after the strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you what we ha- mm-hmm. What happened. The strike was weird because, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're on the strike line, walk, walking around. I've been a writer's guild member since 92, and we're all sort of equal mm-hmm. on the strike line, white, black. Women, men, right, right. gay, straight, whatever. The second the strike ended, everyone back goes back to their corners. Right. No one to talk to each other. He, he, no one to hire each other. Uh-huh. No one to. Everybody was united other. at first. Sounds yeah. like exactly.
2: America. Hey. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs>
1: exactly. And I knew. That's I saw American. that. Mm-hmm.
3: I saw that happening. And I thought, you know what? This doesn't seem <clears throat> right to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what would be a good way for people who had something in common, who could be anyone, right, to show up and be together mm-hmm. and maybe hire each other. And genre committees start from that. Cause, and we had people come in right. uh, from all different types of backgrounds. And they, they their major interest was a genre. We changed the genre every single time we had an event. So we'll go from sci-fi to fantasy to mm-hmm. romantic comedy to TV, film, whatever it might be. But genre was the major thing. And I tell you, a lot of people got jobs from each other. Yeah. Right. A lot of people uh,
1: met new people. Mm-hmm. Um, just It's been really quite, in 10 years, really now, quite a good thing genre is the one committee, we can all talk about this <clears throat> That is the one um topic now, that everybody gets confused with We all write in genre We all are writing in genre, and that's where I was going Is because there's a lot of people who assume they can't come to the genre committee Because they don't write sci-fi or horror or shit But they don't realize there's a lot of different
3: Every time you write something, if you write a drama mm-hmm. You know, The Quiet Place is a drama, really, right. but it's a horror movie, Right, right. Thriller, homework. What, it's a hyphen. It's sure. Hyphen. right. Sure. But we had Darren Aronowski in, and mm-hmm. he did Mother, right? Right. He was trying to defend that <laughs> film, and our genre. God event. bless him. <laughs> he was trying to defend it. <laughs> you know, he was trying. But he said, I, and I said, you know what, Darren, you genre bust. Hmm. Every one of your films is is blended with many different genres. Right. You know, Noah and everything, Fountain, all these films, and I said, I want you to talk about what you're thinking about when you're thinking about writing a movie right. that has many genres in it. Mm-hmm. You're just not trying to write a horror movie or a fantasy movie or mm-hmm. romance or a TV show. You're writing many things. Right. And he says, yes, that is what I'm thinking about. I'm trying to get people to come in from different places and either be offended, mm-hmm. love it, hate it, but talk about it. Right, and right. that's who
1: I thought was great about mm. right? it. Well, one of the things I love about you, Dwayne, I've known you since, I think, the Cosby Fellowship, since like 2007 or something like that, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> every year you are, you, you guys see I'm prolific and I'll be making shit, Dave, you be making some shit happen though. <laughs> you, but I love it, I mean, every year you got like, every other year there's like a new movie coming out or you just sold a new show, there's like always something going on with you. How do you keep that mentality? How do you keep that going in this world, you know, that we live in today? You know, I um, That's start- enough. Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next.
1: i fucking with you, you like
3: a Tom Snyder. Okay. <laughs> Tom
2: Snyder. <laughs> how, do you,
3: how do you keep that going on for you? <laughs> um, you know, I I started as a reporter mm-hmm. years ago in Chicago, or news producer, and I learned to be a documentary filmmaker. So if I'm not writing something or making a film, or producing someone's film, or directing something, I'm going to make a doc. Right. Or, you know, so I'm going to always find a way to stay busy. Between 2013, I made two docs and one feature. Wow. And then, and then the three or four writing assignments in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. you just sort of keep working. Mm-hmm. So I find myself, either, either in this country or somewhere else, trying to find a way to keep busy, and at the same time, teaching. And teaching, to mm-hmm. me, begets work. Mm-hmm. As soon as you teach anything you know, you get work from it. Right. It's cosmic. I don't know how it happens. It's exactly what happened with me.
1: Soon it's as soon as I started teaching, teaching, you get work because I would teach people like my own experience. I'd be like, "Here's something I did. Here's mm-hmm. here I got my script to Sundance. Yeah, here's how I, you know, or, uh, got actually, this the film made. Yeah. and all of a sudden people are like, hey, can you produce mine? It just yeah. literally started happening. It really so does I happen. Right.
3: And I, you know, I first started teaching <clears> at <throat> the Cosby program. Mm-hmm. I really hate it. I thought this is terrible. I write for a living. I'm giving away all my jewels. All these (laughs) incredible, interesting people. Dwayne, were you being? Were you being selfish? I was being very selfish. I was like, I would. I actually wrote my my teaching plan Uh. the first year I was there. I would write out my teaching plan. I won't say this. I will say this, but not That's that.
1: Hilarious. You know, I
3: would, I, would, uh, I would just corner off things. I would, they are mine. And then I realized, what am I doing? Mm. <laughs> the more you put out there, it comes back to you. Yeah. And I wasn't doing it you know, systematically or unconsciously. It was mm-hmm. just, I was trying to protect my own sort of techniques of, as a writer. Right, as right. A writer. These <laughs> are incredibly talented people who came from all different parts of their own writing experiences. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to become writers. Right. You know, we had advertising people there, we had book writers, we had novelists, we had poets, we had musicians, Mm -hmm. all of them wanted to become screenwriters Mm -hmm. and TV writers. So as soon as I heard their experiences, you learn so much, and then you give, and you learn, you give, and you know what? It was the best experience teaching for 11 years ever, teaching there.
2: That's amazing. That's good. I like that. I like that. You about to say something? No, I was just thinking about the Cosby days. I just remember like all my people well, and friends. Were you I was 2002. Oh,
1: you! Were like I was early. One of the early. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, I was like the mid early because I was like during the stuff, and because I was able, the class I was supposed to be in was a 2001 class. But this is when you. For people set,
1: who don't know, tell them what the Cosby Fellowship was.
2: Uh, it was the guy Hanks Marvin Miller. Uh, it was at USC, and basically, it was Bill Cosby and Camille Cosby had put together um, a screenwriting program at um, USC to teach black writers how to write for television and film. Mm -hmm. And basically you would meet for like 15 weeks Mm -hmm. and you would go two nights a week and basically they would run it and teach you everything mm-hmm. like the year that I went Michael Jockway mm-hmm. um, was the TV writer rest, rest, rest in, in peace, in peace. Uh, I mean he used to run it yeah and my teacher yeah. Daryl Nickens
3: Nicken was right. my teacher for film Darryl's yeah, a great writer. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Great writer. and basically you would just go I just be so I used to be so feel so bad for the TV people because mm-hmm. Michael Jockway ran it like a real writers room mm-hmm. and you know classes ran for seven to ten they would be there to like one two o'clock yes, in the morning I and I would be like embarrassed to walk past their class door because they knew we were leaving to go right and they were still there and i was like oh lord yeah go long yeah and And, but we learned so much they were professional writers that would come in and say this is how it is they didn't sugarcoat it they Mm -hmm. you know we we give notes the notes were brutal some people got their feelings hurt in the class Mm -hmm. i'm like what you you at usc we're trying to teach you how to be the best (laughs) ain't nobody here to make friends and 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 stroke your shoulders and make you feel good because your mama said you can write something good Mm -hmm. you're here to write you're here to learn the craft and i met a, a lot of really talented talented people mm-hmm. and a lot of them have gone on to do great things some have gone on to produce some have come on actually to be like book writers and mm-hmm. things like that children's book writers and so it was a really really wonderful community because people were really there to learn the craft and we were devastated when they stopped doing it and, and we Gina pince would, yeah, you? you know what yeah. for years for, <laughs> for years we were just trying to find somebody who could who can recreate that because what? I think so many great writers came out of that program especially mm-hmm. during the time of like the Lena 90s Wake, ben, oh Jones, god all, all, all the all TV shows a lot right. of TV writers that mm-hmm. you see in the 90s when you're popular shows a lot of them came through the Cosby program sure. and it was because they decided we want to give back and we want to teach and we want to help other people we weren't going to sit here and be like Dwayne and like try to keep our jewels to ourselves <laughs> but I'm so no. glad that he got it together and shared because the that's ne- how it the is the next year I know the
3: the the, hey. levy, the levy broke yeah, and they got everything. That's Yeah, it. and I, I had Dee Reese was in my. Class. Oh, Dee Reese was in there. Right. And speaking well, of yeah, Dee Reese, two thousand seven, I think.
1: That's <sighs> she was in my Michael. I knew that's why
2: yeah. I knew her. I love her. Yeah, yeah.
3: She, was, she she was on the air there for like seven weeks because <laughs> she got into the Tribeca program, ah, right. and then okay. her short film Parry got made, mm-hmm. and and then she mm-hmm. got the feature made. Uh, you know, it, it was great. because right. I could tell her talent was mm-hmm. immense. You know. Um, it was amazing amount of people that came through there. Feature and, and TV, mm-hmm. the feature side, most of them are working. No. You know, the ones we had, mm-hmm. and the, the TV side, I know at least four of them are created. They create shows. They mm-hmm. are actually, you know, story by created by mm-hmm. showrunners. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah. So I need one of you, rich Hollywood people, to bring that back so we can recreate that because uh, we we need it. We definitely. because I, I remember I was with uh
4: I think the second year I was running the black committee at the mm-hmm. Writers Guild, I was um David Wyatt was mm-hmm. I was talking to him and he got a phone call. And he was like, uh, yeah, we just got the phone with Dr. Cosby. And I was like, well, what happened? He was like, yeah, uh, I'm pulling the plug right now. All right, thanks. Bye. He just right. was like real exactly. real abrupt about it. remember. Yeah. And there was like no kind of like, and, and they were all kind of shocked. And like, what happened? What do we do? I mean, like,
3: how do we get this back? And Doreen Hamilton for two years. Hello, Doreen. Shout out to Doreen. Administrator. Cosby mm-hmm. hired her for, she was an amazing administrator of all these mm-hmm. years, brought us all into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. She was trying to get another big number right. person to come in. A big celebrity or just financial uh, backer, mm-hmm. foundation backer. I helped her write programs and different proposals, but couldn't couldn't find it person, right. you know, not yet. Now, it could still happen. Mm-hmm. It could still happen because the idea is so strong. Right and it's it laid out <clears throat> results that are amazing the results are there that's Ooh.
2: our goal for 2019 you and me hilliard we're going to bring back a, a program we'll call it something but we got yeah. we got to bring that back so those of you who are listening we need to get we need to get, we need to get <laughs> because because of so much talent like i'm right. thinking here now like damn so many people i know who are showrunners now who are just mm-hmm. doing things mm-hmm. and i'm like it was because we put it back into the community and said, we want to help. We want to nurture. We want to help create this community. Yeah. And for us not to have that, that is sacrilegious. I'm so embarrassed for right. us for not to be and able to do that. The, the,
1: the, the, I don't the, want to spend the, too much time on it because I want to get into you. Yeah. But, but the problem is, how can we make it so it's a program as opposed, to, as opposed to here's the beginning to get you into another program. That was the problem for me. Well, you know, Cosby uh, Has a fellowship program mm-hmm. and it was housed at USC. Right. It doesn't have to be housed at
3: USC. No, not it at all. It could be housed at another foundation. It could be UCLA mm-hmm. or any place, Columbia, mm-hmm. any place. It was a fellowship that could be <clears throat> converted and moved or it could be on its own. Right. I know what, he, what the budget was. It's just, it has to have somebody who wants to back it, sustain it year mm-hmm. by year by year, mm-hmm. and see the results could be that if you do become famous, you kick back into the program. I freaking you know, agree 100%. I mean, there are people who are famous who came from the program. Yep. Uh, <coughs> and, you know, uh, one a quarter of a cent of 0.05% mm-hmm. of anybody's salary. Mm-hmm. We pay to the guild. We can mm-hmm. pay to our program. Yeah, exactly. You know, we could play
1: to anything that helped mm-hmm. us get to where we are. Right. Mm-hmm. The guild it's funny, I just us. did my dues last night. I was like, damn, I made good money this year, but damn, yeah. my dues were... Was, you know, <laughs> we it. will make it happen. I'm yeah. putting it out there in the ether.
2: But uh, <laughs> yeah. this is how...
3: I mean, Spike talked about this <clears throat> 25 years ago. You know, when he was trying to get Cosby and Michael Jordan and all these mm-hmm. other people to put money into a black bank. He was saying, you know what? We need to... Be able to loan to each other. I remember know, that loan to filmmakers. Like, like the whole, the whole, issue like,
4: with, whole issue with Malcolm X, he was like yeah. He yeah. needed that. That oppor- he, the, that became a problem for him because he didn't have that opportunity, and people were, like, were not giving you money. Yeah, they and were scared. That, yeah. It was very
3: much of a problem. I mean, it's that, have, I
4: mean, look. I mean, look. They're scared in a certain sense, but you know, with the bank. I mean, you know, you know, there's so there's, there's, there's insurance you can get on it. It's just like, like, how, how, how do you set it's it
2: called up? Financial assurances. Yeah,
4: you
3: know, we are going to back you.
2: And no sometimes what. you just got to throw money out there and not expect anything back. Like absolutely. we got to put it out there and be like, it's we're it on it's based you. on faith. Black people, you know where we come from. A lot of communities do it. Okay, a lot of communities do it. Hey. Name. Thousands
3: of East various, West Bank and yes. so sort of Chinese, yes, Chinese. yes. yes. The Jewish bank. Yes, Jewish yes. You know, Armenians
1: do it. Uh, Italians do it. Every group does it. You well, know? you know because you go to Africa. I was just listening to a new podcast on on Gimlet. And they were, they, were, they were talking about, I guess, it comes out of Africa where they, it's like that pool. The loan club. Yeah, right. the loan club. But they, there's a word for it. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, there's different words for things The, the micro loans. loans
2: The, the microloans. Micro but it's within,
1: a, it's within like a community. But yeah. they,
2: each month they, they rotate around right. and like a pot oh, and then yeah. you keep paying. And you then, pay then pay every in. month you'll get like a big payout. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. right. The, the Thai uh, community did that here okay. in
2: L.A. Mm-hmm. And so
3: the Korean community... Mm-hmm. Loan clubs mm-hmm. you know, right. That's how those Businesses came up right. So we need to do that But you know We don't trust each other no. like, what Wait so why are you just said <laughs> <at, where, laughs> What part of Africa Are you going to What is happening Are you You go like, over there All the time Look, What are you I go, doing uh, I, I, I used to I, I go a lot To teach with UNESCO Okay And uh, we part of the UN mm-hmm. And I go there To teach screenwriting And documentary filmmaking mm-hmm. And it's really Quite amazing Because you go I went to Ethiopia twice And done it twice there Kenya, Mozambique, South Africa, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Egypt, Namibia. Look, look, look at
2: him! He's you like know. he don't go. Half, let me just say this. half the country is over there. Let me just say, this. Me you just say just this:
3: go and you teach.
2: Okay, there you go.
1: And
3: you get so much back.
1: Right. You know? Chris and I were talking about the. Um What's the program you ran at the, you won at the Writers Guild the other day the, a couple of years ago? Oh, the Writers Fellowship Program.
3: Uh, fi-
1: uh, writers. Uh... The one you just went up for. Which one is that one? Oh, the Feature Writer. Feature access yeah, access I writer. won that. Yeah, yeah. So he won it a couple of years ago with this script that is still my top five, which may be getting made finally.
2: Yes. <laughs> what's, 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 what's Can this one? you talk BB, about it,
1: BB? Did, did you send me that? You just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good uh, script. That's uh, a great uh, script. Uh, thank that's you, a great bro. script. Oh, thank yeah, you. That's a really, really that. good script.
3: Thank you. I'll talk about that. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: But I just wanted to put that out. He read the he wrote the script, dude. You know he was there. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean? First few you pages. Know. You first know. First few pages.
4: You know. This is someone who's is not, who's that you've been there. You like you. That's the thing about cinema that I love is that you know because it's such a visual medium. When people put it on the page and you like paint the picture of mm-hmm. where you are and it's almost like you're kind of smelling it, mm-hmm. which is really a tricky thing to do when you're writing to get someone to, to you know, because that's a sense that you never really explore making movies. But it was there on the page, you know, and I thought that was really just, I mean, because like, because I've been to Africa a couple of times and it's just like you, um, it just like. You know, and that was like almost forty years ago, but, yeah, but, but you can taste and smell. Yeah, it, it, you, know, it's, it's, and you can it's, just it's feel like it. Those you know? images just came back real right. fast, like my own experience, kind of filled in all the gaps. And it was just, uh, yeah, it's really, you, really good really script. Really yeah. yeah. Okay,
2: now I need to know what the script is about. Y'all talking about oh, it? I'm so, like, yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> 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 I'm jealous right now. <laughs> it could be a show or it
3: could be. I'm a movie. jealous. That's all I'm saying. I'm jealous. That that's very you know just this past week Mm -hmm. I just give you some little news before I tell you the story okay Um, just this past week I got um, the A F M was here A F M in L A and a really good friend of mine a Chinese man I went to school with uh, in Chicago years ago he's got a big film fund in China Mm -hmm. Um, he's made a few films already. He said, listen, at BB Movie, we got to make that. Yes. I said, really? Yeah. Okay, so how much will it cost? Hmm. I said, you know, it's going to cost this amount. I mm-hmm. need this star. I need that. I need the show. He says, well, where have you shot in um, Northern Africa? I said, let's talk about it. Hmm. So now we're talking about it. Awesome. You know, so finally, I Is may it, have moved it out of Sub-Sahara, right. but still, could work. You know? Is this the guy I met at the, at the, at the party, the dinner on Blanc? Uh, no. Uh, Dashing knows him though.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Dashing knows him. Is there something about Northern Africa? Or is he getting is he gets yeah. incentives there or something? Yeah, Tunisia okay. incentives. Uh okay. big, big, Ooh Tunisia. Yeah, big, mm-hmm. big, 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 big incentives there. Because mm-hmm. yeah, okay. the
3: French Italian uh, co-production deal mm-hmm. is there. Um, but the story I spent a lot of time in Sierra Leone um, <clears throat> making a film for Madeleine Albright, mm-hmm. two thousand seven. Um, and Virginia King and I were working together on a project, and I was working with her in our film we were making with her. And Madeline Albright's people found me and said, "What are you doing?" And I said, hmm. "I'm doing this." They flew me to, L- to D.C. We talked. They gave me this assignment to do a film. So I did. It, it was it turned out really well. Mm-hmm. And then in my three or four months there, you sort of live in the feeling of this country you know why it fell apart, you know why there was a war, right. you know why there were people with one arm or one leg, you know, mm-hmm. you can smell it, you can see the bullet holes in the walls, mm-hmm. You then you talk to people in villages, you go deep into villages, and you, I stayed for a couple of months, and the villages just mm. stayed there.
1: Really?
3: You know, you figure it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I came back, and that stuff's in your head, as you just mentioned, it's, it's still in you. It you doesn't know? go away. And I was cutting this other film, and, and uh, my good friend, Sergey Budrov, who got a three Academy Award nomination. Oh, he did Mongo, right? Mongo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, We wrote three or four the movies together. Island told you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sergey and I had a story. We had a two-page story hmm. for years that took place in L.A. about a boy who meets uh, like a gangster, hmm. a gun runner. And the gun runner is caught. He can't get away. Circumstances keeps him from leaving where he's at. This boy is in an original story. It was in a gang. In my story, he's, a, he's definitely a child soldier. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hires this boy after the war to kill his enemies. And the kid's like, fine. You know, his his head's broken. Mm-hmm. You know, his spirit is broken. He's killed before, since he was 10 years old. He's 14 now.
0: Right.
3: So this kid <laughs> is working for this this British man who's Hired him to kill, and it turns out one of the people he's he thinks he needs to be protected from is the kid's long lost father. Mm,
1: that's right. That twist. I forgot about oh, that oh,
3: twist. Yeah, yes. Kid hasn't seen <clears> throat> since throat> as as, like since <clears throat> <the> before <throat> or yeah, yeah. 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 And Was he a reporter? Was he a spy? Where's my father? I don't know where he is. I've been mean, hearing he's in London. You know, the kid's like, I don't, and they capture the guy, right. and they, they interrogate him, and and it becomes this. Kind of a crying game story, mm-hmm. you know, two people in a room and stakes. And then it gets bigger, yeah. and then there's mm-hmm. another story. And so it's a story about the soul of a young boy who will control this kid hmm. who is pretty much trapped and trying to find
1: himself after this war. And, um, and see what I like about that, it still was simple. See, it's, a story is always a simple, it, with, within the through line, it's usually a very, very simple thing you're telling within, within all these other elements that are well, going on. Yeah, I think, that's, I, mean,
4: I think that's always a, the, 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 um, the mark of if you know you're on the right track with a story is it's got to be simple so you can make your characters as complicated as possible. Mm-hmm. But you can't yeah. make a complicated story. Right. Um, I mean, you can, but it's there's so much unnecessary work Once you kind of have a, a structure you, you kind of follow maybe from a book or something like that mm-hmm. And you always run the risk of um, Is the audience... Um, Gotta follow it Can the audience Follow the complicated story Because mm-hmm. it really It requires A type of a type of Engagement From the audience That, that a lot of people Don't want to give Anything mm-hmm. like that They just mm-hmm. I just want to sit here And be told Like don't It's just like You know People don't like Subtitle movies Because you gotta work mm-hmm. And that's what's Always a problem With a complicated story um, No I just remember I remember like There was a guy oh, I forget his name now he was the Newsweek bureau chief for West Africa, and he had done all that stuff. He had done all this kind of work for mm-hmm. um, down there in Sierra Leone doing the stuff, and he had sent me uh, like a binder full of his like raw interviews with the kids and stuff like that. Mm. And it just was I – because mean, he, uh, he had written this article in the, in the Newsweek. I read it. And a friend of mine, she was working for Newsweek at the time, and she was in, she just done a stint in, like, we're kind of facile, it's it's like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was, I was like, oh, do you know this guy? She thought, oh, yeah, he's really good friends. And um, it was just, I mean, I remember he he sent me these, but I was so shocked at all the stuff. Because, you know, you can't put a lot of the the really, like, harrowing stuff, like, in in the paper, in the, it's not going to print that. But it was all these interviews and stuff. And it just, I just, it just stuck with me for such, and that was,
3: like, I don't know, maybe like in the late night or something like that, or in do 2000s? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I did. I did yeah. those interviews for the film I was doing with Regina King, and I had those interviews. And then when I did the Madeline Albright film, I just went back to the same place as Diamond Country, mm-hmm. yeah. deep up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these four, well, let's say 10, 12-year-old kids are, you know, in Diamond Mines, no mm-hmm. school just right. every morning, two, three bucks a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, what is this 12-year-old kid doing a mind. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the guy comes over, typically a Lebanese guy, mm-hmm. and he, at four o'clock, they have, they have the kick. They kick out the diamonds because it goes up, uh, the alluvium stream, the diamonds come down at four o'clock hmm. in, the mor- in the afternoon. So they come around at four o'clock and look and see where the diamonds are, and they come right out out of the ground, hmm. right out of the stream, and they just take them, drive off. And they, you know, pay these kids this money. It's like you see this pattern of people (laughs) just taking advantage of people in Mm -hmm. their own country. In their own country, right. Like, okay. You know, and that's why I would never buy a diamond. (laughs) 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 Diamonds
2: are like tacky anyway. Mm -hmm. Those kind (laughs) of (laughs) jewels, tacky. Some people like them. Hey, anything Europeans like. Suspect. <laughs> Whatever they put value on in capitalism, I mean, suspect. Because it's, you know, it's
4: not just there. I mean, it's all, it's, it's all over the planet. People
1: have, have
2: liked diamonds. They, I mean, Ain't nobody, they, was we they, wasn't tripping over no diamonds back in the day. I'm just saying. <laughs> we like gold. <laughs> um, so, see,
1: let me just ask you. Uh, so let's talk about the new film that you have. Yeah. Yes. So let, let's get into it. Tell the kids what it, what it is and what it's called. I made a film um, called Be Known. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about
3: uh, jazz musician Cahill El-Zabar mm-hmm. he's from Chicago he is trying and the, the film the, pro, the whole concept of the film was um, I've known this guy for so many years I grew up in Chicago he mm-hmm. played Chicago part of the avant-garde jazz music world mm-hmm. um, and um, he is amazing I've never seen anybody play like this before his music's great but no one knows who he is. And I went on tour with him to find out why. Hmm. Why was he not known right. more? In Europe he's known,
1: right. in the East, he's
3: known, but mm-hmm. he comes in America, he doesn't have <laughs> as many people know. So my idea was to follow him on tour um, for a couple of three months. And uh, how big is your crew when you go out like that? It was just me. Just you? Yeah, it was me. With the camera? Mm-hmm. Wow. Camera and sound. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple of times I had That's a,
1: one way to get all access though, <laughs> It's just you You're, you're, you're in the
3: corner
2: <laughs> so, And they
3: don't know you're there Right, right And, you gotta, you're, and you're talking to them mm-hmm. And uh, you put a little tape on the light So you don't even know what the camera's on That's smart
2: <laughs> He's giving all the secrets, yo <laughs> That's how
3: you gotta do it You gotta do it You, you <clears throat> steal things mm-hmm. uh, You know, it's some people think Okay, you make a documentary Like Frederick Weissman He's right. making documents for 50 years you know, the Mailey's brothers, they make these documentaries. How they get this footage? Well, they get to know the people. Right. If you just drop down uh, into a community and say, I'm going to start making a documentary, you're not going to make a good documentary right. because they don't know who you are and they won't say anything that's mm-hmm. going to make them more comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. But if you spend time with them, uh, you realize they have something to say. Um, you come back <laughs> and you come back again. Right. And you listen. You listen. You have to listen. You can't, uh, can't talk about many things. You mm-hmm. can't even ask any questions. Just have them talk. Mm-hmm. My friend Fred Marks made uh, Hoop Dreams, and he told me seven years, in this family's home. Mm-hmm. And he just...
1: I'm four and a and half watch. years on this fucking surf documentary. I, thought, yeah. still, I mean... Just, you're listening. But I've interviewed Everybody. every big person out there. Every, and then yeah. you'll find a way right. to make it the film you want
3: to make it. Right. You're in the room. You're cutting it. Mm-hmm. You're going to throw away five hours... Easily. <laughs> I, have, I have probably a, a, an eight part series for being Known. Really? But it's really a 94 man right, film. Right, right, right. When I, Chris <coughs> Chereau, uh, who made Have Plenty, mm-hmm. he cut the film. Chris is a great guy, great editor, and he said, We have a, not enough for a, a series, man. <laughs> uh, he said, well, Yeah, but we have to make a movie. <laughs> so we cut it and cut it and cut it. You know, you're, just, you're doing this thing, you know, and you learn Wigan Doc, that so you have to find that. That story, mm-hmm. right.
1: and you have to write it. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, because sure. I'm going through it right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm also trying to get some game, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. and for the listeners, absolutely. So, so one of the things we got from when we did the um, chasing, chasing train, uh, chasing yeah. train, we 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 interviewed Great documentary, we interviewed him, and he was talking about how he doesn't edit from the video from watching that he he has the transcripts you know all done and then he goes from there I do the he thing. reads them all yeah. and makes a script out of that as opposed to yeah. then he then he has this guy put it together and goes okay great now give me that side view or give me that whatever angle right here and he he goes backwards almost it's interesting T-
3: traditional documentary makers uh, I learned at PBS mm-hmm. you do the transcript okay and you yellow it yellow line okay we don't need that we need this you you basically are writing it by reading okay. and eliminating mm-hmm. and that's your writing but only you as a filmmaker Know all the footage Right You know where it all is right. You know where the cutaway is You know where that thing He said in the back they could come in And give you more story Based on what you just see In right. the interviews Right And all the interviews Are not Just not always Not the film And so the transcript Mine was this thick Oof. Of all the people talking Right And you have to read All the mm-hmm. And you have somebody Transcribe it all And then you're just going through it Going through it Figure out what Is important in this story and you just I don't need that you know you just I don't need that I'm
4: going to ask you a question about that because there's a doc that I've been wanting to do for a while I would just do it as like a 30 minute thing or because of the subject but I'm curious about when you're doing that it's like do you, you know I'm sure you have an idea going in of what the subject is and then when you're reading all the transcripts I mean, do you find a different angle or different themes that you might not have thought about that come up and Mm -hmm. then are you... Because I I always find it interesting that you're like, oh, okay, how do I... uh, Change the story going because I, you know, you have a story going in, and you might it might change because you're going to hear stuff that's going to that's going to elucidate yeah. the subject matter in a different way, and I and that's what I always find interesting. Like, you know, I mean, like, how much do you try to, like, to stay on message that you thought about, or do you kind of like let the story come breathe. about from, from what, you, what, it, you, you, what it, you're it, reading? It's
3: the difference between letting the film breathe a little bit, you mm-hmm. have all these tangent stories play out. Or do you stick with your original idea? This one story, it's stories about this thing, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Uh, I, I've seen documentaries where they go off and they follow a, a person and follow a person, and they follow the person next to that person. And those people may come back to the original idea, but they mm-hmm. may not. They just, they're illuminating maybe what you're talking about, your theme, but the story may have nothing to do with this. And Weissman does that. Frederick Weissman does that in his docs where he goes way off to people that have nothing to do with the story or why he's there. But in his mind, it's important. Mm, so mm. the question would be for you is whether or not, it's like breaking a story in a, in a writer's room. All those subplots, do they feed into the, the original idea of the story you're trying to tell? And that to me, I find it great to go off in tangents and go somewhere else because you are you know, trying your best to give people a feeling of what this world this milieu is mm-hmm. you know um when i was making it be known we had all these young kids who kai hill was, was was um teaching at uh sasha high school in chicago and they all had their own individual stories one girl couldn't show up to for the rehearsal because she had problems with her dad and her mother and she was always coming into school with a, a weapon they kept stopping her and I wanted to go to her story, but I realized I was going away from Cahill. Mm. I shot all of her. Mm. I shot her going home to her mother, her father, fighting, blah, blah, blah. And he realized, okay, I, this is a whole different movie. Right. right. Being, <laughs> right. you know, another movie, does Cahill come into the story? No. So, I, I didn't use it. Mm. But it was great to go great in that tangent, yeah. and I had to cut it off. It would I have been just, a great episode. of <laughs> a TV show, but I'm making a movie, you know, so I'm mm. sitting there thinking, okay. Right, right. What I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm just, every day I'm shooting, what am I doing with all this stuff? What am I doing with all this stuff? And I realize I don't, can't use it. Yeah. And you kind of know when you're shooting it, how can I get this connected to my right, movie? It right. <laughs> wasn't connected. We, we, so. Go ahead, go
2: ahead. No, I was One of my things, I love documentaries, and I, I would much rather watch a documentary than a regular film, mm-hmm. and I watch a ton of different type of documentaries, yeah. and I was just thinking about, especially with music documentaries. I like, love them. Like, like, for example, I'm looking forward, because I really want to see this one with Kalia. Because, well, the first question I want to ask you is mm-hmm. when it comes to his music, because when you're doing documentaries, like one of the documentaries I want to see is the one uh, someone did on Joy Gilliams, one of my favorite mm-hmm. singers, who's so underrated. And, and from what you're talking about, your person, this mm-hmm. jazz thing, mm-hmm. it reminds me of her. Like, talented, like, why isn't she bigger? Or I'm thinking about the Grace Jones documentary I'm still that's, waiting on. That's a good documentary. That i
1: what's her name?
3: Uh, uh, uh the woman who died yeah, Sharon yeah. uh from, from the uh, Sharon jones Sharon, jones, Sharon jones, jones yeah oh that was that's a doc king yeah that was great yeah. that was and a tearful documentary. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah I,
2: I still can't watch the documentary i can't watch it yet i'm yeah. not ready yeah cuz oh. i just love she her, her cuz she has a song on
4: about i her can't watch about, it yet uh, it's called um, i'm still here about yeah. don't tell me don't oh, tell me I got tell me great i got another year before i'm and then i was just well, I mean, look, you know she's dead, so... No, dead. it doesn't matter. She does I'm still, I'm still it processing it. doesn't matter oh. Like, it's still no, processing. But, but it's such... A, it's like an anthem. It's like the song she wrote when it's she came so back from... Yeah. From, the uh-huh. yeah, from the cancer. Yeah, from the cancer. And then it's still... I was just like, wow. 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 Yeah,
2: I that did, was like, it was yeah. like... Yeah. Well, first right. thing, what is it about... What is it about his music, just from from... A person who loves music And is just looking at it mm-hmm. And thinking about Yes I want to make a documentary About this person Why is he not big What is it about His music Or his persona Something that That made you really feel like I, This is my path I got to make this okay. did, you say, did you say
3: You grew up with him uh, I grew up, up with him back? He grew up in my neighborhood okay, He's okay. a few years older <clears throat> And I I went to see him they, We had loft parties In Chicago mm-hmm. Back in I guess Mid 80s mm-hmm. I was working there You know And um, he would play Loft parties and it would, it would be him it's like a drummer and two horns no bass he put little bells on his on his uh, ankles wow he that a, sound
1: like a fool
3: he had the whole thing he had earth, right an on. earth drum yeah he play backbeat on the earth drum he' sing and he have the sh- 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 so we keep the time and rhythm right, with that right. so now you have a guy who's singing his original playing his original songs he would do you know classics like Cherokee and all these Jazz classics mm-hmm. but he also would do his own original material,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and they would swing, they would sway, mm-hmm. they had backbeat. They just it wasn't just bebop jazz, Which you remember, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah, right. blah. It wasn't that. It had beat rhythm, mm-hmm. and the song just blew you away. And he would have the crowd mesmerize And I was thinking, how come <clears> this <throat> guy is not on the radio? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, these and they, they, I bought an album. I was like, <laughs> this is great, but. I had to tell Kyle. I told him, I listen, your albums don't do justice to your live performance. Right. Mm. They don't. Mm. But you live, it blows you away. Right. What's
4: the thing about jazz music? I'm a big jazz fan. Mm-hmm. And what I love is when I first got into it, one of the first CDs I got was this um this Art Blakey CD mm-hmm. that's called like um Live at Burland. Right. And you and you just one of the things I, is that you hear them do songs in a way that blow away anything that they do in the studio. That's right. Just there's this the feedback from the crowd from the right. doing it live everything just gives the performance—it's like theater. This, this,
3: right. this, this every night right. in the theater right. is theater right. is different. Yeah. Right. So every right. concert is different. Different. Yeah. And, and the crowd, the crowd's different you know, energy. Something. Yeah. And, energy. And, and that's what he did. That's yeah. What he and does. there's those
4: times at jazz
3: that they're playing. They're playing
4: two sets at the same club. Mm-hmm. and it's Different. This same set list, but it'll mm-hmm. be different music. It'd yeah. It'll sound different because it was happening. And I and I used to for a long time. I still do this kind of. Now, I was. I kind of judge musicians by how well their live performances are. Because exactly. that's really when you show me if you're good because right. you can mm-hmm. do too many tricks in the studio. Mm-hmm. That's like, right. You know, I mean this dates back <laughs> to even the sixties, all the overdubbing. Mm-hmm. But if you can like make someone feel emotionally live. Uh, like live and just transcendent when you're there in mm-hmm. front of them, like in just like they're five feet from you and the horns playing or whatever it is, that is the thing that, right. particularly about jazz music, that really um, it should, makes,
3: it, 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 it's like you said, like you're hypnotized. Yeah, that, and that's what it was watching him all those years, and I finally walked up to him, <clears throat> I guess in 90, 1990, It says, "I got to do a film about you," <laughs> and he said, "All right." And I did one; it was like a small little half an hour thing, mm-hmm. and then I did a narrative <clears throat> uh, that had Victoria Ryle and Harry Lennox in it. Oh, really? Shot all in right. Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was called The Last Set. Mm-hmm. He was good. and you know, He was oh an actor. God, right? Harry
2: Lennox with that yeah. voice, too. Uh, yeah. Harry anyway, Lennox. I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, that was really fun. And then we did a, a doc in Bordeaux, a doc in Israel. These were small little pieces we did for, like, okay. European So So he's stuff. used to you being right there. Yeah, the end, so I right? knew him. Right. So when we did To Be Known, I said, listen, this is going to be bigger. It's going to be a feature. It's going to be all holds I mean, barred. scale. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's my movie. Yes, so man. you can't, uh, I don't. There could be reasonable consultation, obviously. You're the artist. And you asked me to come out, but this is my work. And he, he uh, the first cut, he wanted to kill me.
2: Uh, so, I so did you watch it together in the same room? Or were you like, here's a little thing, you watch it and get back to me? Because it sounded like, it sounded, the way you said it, it sounded like he might have had a knife in his hand and was what well, can I talk to you outside for yeah, that plane?
3: he was uh, like that. Wow.
2: <laughs> so, okay, let he me just like, ask, he, without he giving like away that. too much. did? What was it about it that got him that upset that you had shown him? because you to, you told him it's the rough like you was still going to be yeah. trimming and <laughs> he, I said I said it showed all his business still. like still <laughs> it's like a demo it's just like a demo
1: what did you do
3: when you see the film you'll get a real idea of uh of the closest, he told the
1: truth.
2: Oh. I told
3: That's you the truth.
1: usually and something
2: And you know, I know what? It yeah. probably
1: it, it, they visualize it, themselves differently. A uh, hit dog hollers. Does. Everybody, I uh, hit dog holler. Tell well, you well,
3: the, the holographic nature of documentary. When you see a film, where you like put the halo on them, right, and they, the people interviewing them. Is saying he was this, he's that, he's mm-hmm. this. You know the PBS I don't right, that. No, right. those, mm-hmm. you know, and they people corny, yeah, yes. yeah, but that's a style, right? Yeah. And, it is. people it chosen, get, and the foundations give money to these kind of documentaries. And these are real good documentaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. you know, what fifty feet to start? Oh, I love, I love that one. one that's yeah. mm-hmm. right, People right. being, I mean, these are great music documentaries. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Wrecking Crew, all that. Yeah, name. they were great, but I. I did a fly on the wall doc. Mm. You know, I did, I'm on. Point of view. uh, Oh, yeah, point of view, fly Mm -hmm. on the wall, point of view for sure. Mm -hmm. And that means I have to, I ask myself the question, which is the premise of the film? Mm. It's called Be Known. Why? Why aren't you a mystery you know. of Why? Is right. Right. Why isn't he known Right, right. Well, So you're so-
4: shown Probably the things That are self-destructive Or about him And things like that, ah, that, that, that There, there that. you go See that's I the know. shit I like yeah. to see reading him being a star that, That's interesting See
2: this sounds like One yeah. of his documentaries Like I'm gonna have my cognac <laughs> <laughs> And my cigar <laughs> I'll have the hair I'll sit back and like <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that name since the nineties, <laughs> but he's a good guy. And he's brilliant. Like it's one of those doc where it's like you just showing them the real. And those are the it's artists. All in black and white. Listen, and shit. listen. The different angles. Yeah. The eye line is going this way, but you're looking at him. It sounds like you went in and he, yeah. thought that's be, not. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, well, you know, yeah. it's the thing is, look, look, and people, those are the best documentaries. I, I mean, I look, it.
4: people don't want to be. Particularly, people who are who are in the public space like he is, because he's performing all the time. Mm-hmm. He is believing that he is cultivating this public mask, mm-hmm. and a lot of people spend a lot of time developing their public mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, some of that we all have. But musicians in particular, they have to really create something specific because that uh, enables them to get up there every day and perform in front of people. And if you pull the mask <clears> off <throat> and show their personal mask, I mean, that's something that, that no one likes in general. Particularly someone who spends a lot of time, that's, they spend a lot of energy creating that public mask. Absolutely. And then it's now taken down right. in a way that, you know, but, for someone that, but you know, he, he trusted time, you. So. He trusted
3: me, but at the same time, uh, it's it's the the sugar and the spice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see his genius, you see him his teaching, you see his scholar work, you see his compositions, you see how he handles a band, how you just you see this guy is extremely extremely talented on another, mm-hmm. a whole other level. But you also see it's the other complicated side. Too. It's complicated, <laughs> yeah. and you as a viewer say, okay, he's a complicated person. But think about it for a second. If I was to follow James Brown or mm-hmm. Jimmy Page or some rock star or some rapper, and they let you in. Mm. Let you in, really let you in. Mm-hmm. You may find somebody you may not like. A hundred percent. You may find somebody that you used to love, mm-hmm. but you don't. You don't like them. Right. What's you, don't, you know?
1: don't meet the, your Don't stars. meet your heroes. Don't meet your, your heroes. heroes.
2: Yeah, and I think of- I try not to Le- listen. I have know. learned my lesson. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I, I
3: love him. Right. And I love him more after the film, and I think he loves the film more because Is he sees st-
1: himself. Is
2: he still talking to you?
1: Oh, we're we're, we're doing business ah, together.
2: Okay, I'm just saying because you uh-huh. said that he was. Hold on, hold on.
1: <laughs> I got a couple of questions. I got a couple of questions <laughs> just before we let you go. Uh-huh. This is this is to help other people making movies, and this is to get my shit together. And too. It's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, it's on <gasps> Amazon.
3: Good. See it tonight. Awesome. See yes. it tonight. Yes. Cool. On
1: Amazon Prime. Yes. It's, uh, be known, everybody. we
3: we'll, we'll post, Amaz- we'll put it together. Thank you. It's Amazon Prime. Can it's, I buy
2: it too? Is it available? It? Okay. You can buy it or buy it. And I love music. You'd rather you buy it. I'm sure. I'm ready. Buy it. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, because I love. No, no, I'm going to buy it. Yeah.
1: I'm buying it. Yeah. Okay. Couple of things. Okay. For the for the filmmakers out there. So I had a couple issues when we were making our film. One was I'm dealing with subjects that are, everybody knows who they are, Mm -hmm. right? So there were lots of things. I'm I'm putting it out there. I'm going to tell you bitches. So. Hey. Tell the the truth truth, and shame the devil. I'm tired of making these phone calls. Listen. Guys, come on. You know what I mean? yeah. One of the things that I had issues with, with, for instance, we wanted to, I wanted to shoot them in the studio and make, they're making a new album, right? Mm-hmm. 50 years later, they come back I mean, to the You told me about up. that. Right. You're trying to make an album with these guys. So I'm like, can I come in the studio with the camera crew and just shoot you guys in there fucking around? Mm-hmm. You guys haven't played in years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's not going to be perfect. Right. I want to get that messing up on the drums or the horn is flat, yes, you know, whatever. I they And they were like, mm-hmm. oh, no, 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 no. We would never show, show them yeah. that it's not done right. We have to stage that. I'm like, no, bitch, let's shoot that. Let's get that the real. The drama
3: is, do you have the voice still? Yeah. Do you have the still of the horn? Yeah. You still, can you still play? Yeah. You know, that's the drama. I was getting none of that. They dude. don't want that. See, see, no. see
4: so, so there's a really interesting <clears throat> um, U2 documentary called um, When the Sky Falls Down. Mm-hmm. It's all about how when they made, it's, they're talking about when they made um, Octong Baby and about, and about how they basically oh you too you too mm-hmm. they basically almost destroyed themselves by doing the previous album and the previous tour Joshua Tree right. and how they came back and they have and the, the Edge had all these Dats people mm-hmm. forget what Dats are With these original digital <laughs> audio tapes um, Google it baby Google the children but he said but he but he had all these Dats. Mm-hmm of songs they were making hmm. and and like riffs and meets and the, and you hear them yell at each other on the dash really? that come across and he was like, oh, I'm going to let this play and they play it and then they kind of hear the yelling and then they cut to them now and Labano's like, oh yeah, we were really in a bad space <laughs> at that time <laughs> shit like that and it's really fascinating because that's the that's thing. That's access. That's, that's the access. That's, yeah. family yeah. that's family too. That's family. You hear the
3: family talk. You know, you hear the family yelling at each other Yeah, there's love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These mm-hmm. guys... Been together since they were 16 years right. old. Yeah. So they're trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah. And uh, it wasn't. And yeah, I mean,
4: right. and, and they were saying, and they were at the top of their game. And they were talking about it's not going to come together. Like mm-hmm. like we're based. Like they. This is it, over. The, it's, it's over. Yeah. This is, we're gonna break, break up. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine trying yeah. to beat
1: Joshua Tree though. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. I mean, the hard. You know, and all this stuff. And I, <laughs> right. I think
4: I want to say this same guy who who was their photographer on Joshua Tree is the guy who did this. So he'd been around them mm-hmm. for a very very long time. Director now. Yeah. Um. And it just was like. It's just the thing, That's the thing about music too Is that everybody knows That they spend a lot of time In the studio right. And it's, it's one thing I love too about jazz music Is you buy the CDs now And they'll have like Two or three alternate takes On the tracks so You can right. kind of see where mm-hmm. This is not the song, we, we, You should hear this mm-hmm. But it's not the song That we released, And you kind of listen to why Well it's funny because
1: mm-hmm. um, 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 What's his name from Hamilton Why am I going blank On his name all of a sudden the, Hamilton? Yeah, the creator. Miranda. Uh, yeah, uh, lin uh, while uh, Miranda. I was just listening to the, the other version that they did with all the hip-hop and all the, yeah. all the stars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I forgot. Because I just like the original, of course. And I just was listening to it play back this morning as I was getting dressed. And he was putting in the demo tapes of like some of the original songs. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that sounds so flat. But I was like, oh, that's why. It was the demo right, tape. Right. It didn't have all the pretty shit. You ever heard, the, the, have you ever right. heard the, the Beatles demos? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, how'd they ever make it? I mean, how, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and,
3: and George Martin is like, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, guys, all right, guys. <laughs> Quit arguing over there. Yoko, move. <laughs> but to your point, oh, yeah. though, your question, uh, you know what? If, if you really want that, mm-hmm. you have to be in the film. Right.
1: That's the problem.
3: You have, I wanted to from the beginning. You have Because because that's right. the drama. Mm-hmm. Right. You constantly knock on their door mm-hmm. saying, let's record right. this process you're trying to get back together in the studio. And they're saying, no, you're not going to record. Right. That's a drama in itself. And then, they're and saying no. They're saying no. They're saying no. You then keep
1: knocking on the door. The other issue. They put some
2: tape on that camera light. The other, <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: exactly. The, the other issue you run into is, say say one of them controls the studio mm-hmm. so everybody else can't come in until they're ready to do it and they're off working on big projects right? right so everybody else is frustrated so they're calling me going I'm so angry I'm so angry and then when I'm with them they're like oh whatever he wants to do I'm like yeah. no bitch put it on the tape yeah. let's talk about this let's have a discussion you have to right? have a camera on oh no they yeah. will not they'll all be like, oh I didn't no no he's great so are you, you, know, are you
3: friends with them Are you friend, you're friendly but not friends friendly very, so, very So you have friendly. to be close. You have to go with then without the camera right. on and just be friends with them. If you really want this. Right. I mean, that's the key thing. If right. you know this is the drama that you want you want to see this, mm-hmm. then record again. If that's really pivotal for your film right. to finish your film, then you, gotta get then you have the to do it. You have to get yeah. to know them again because right. they don't. they're not friends.
1: Right. Well, here's the other thing that happened is, I mean, I'm the one that they listen to the most, of course, because I'm directing it. Right. But, but, Sometimes they're shooting And I'm not there Like when I was When I was in my show I couldn't go sure. So I had to you know yes. Control it from a distance But um, So Two things happened One is We lost two of the players Two of the, two of the um, guys away. in the band For the last Four and a half years We've been doing this thing So When we lost the first one Which is Jimmy Greenspoon From Three Dog Night I was like Oh shit Okay that's my midpoint you know, I could, I saw it. Like, right. That's now we lost another one. So I'm like, mm-hmm. now we got another A longer yeah. uh-huh. twist. That's uh-huh. the second yeah. half
2: twist. Like, A longer midpoint.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, you know, just dealing with those, you know, like you, yeah. you, the reason why I was bringing this up, you guys were talking about like, like, um, like you have your theme of what you want the film to be sure. about, yeah. and then things happen within the world that you can never predict. You can never predict. You just can't do it. Yeah. Right. And
3: this is when you. Again, as a documentary filmmaker, right. you're in the story. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to complete this story. I'm trying to, you you have a, I don't know what other, any way to call it, but you have a mission. Right. Your mission is to find out this question. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out, can I get these guys to ever play again? That's exactly my That question. is your mission. <laughs> exactly and my question. with that, with that mission, <laughs> right. oh my God, right. that to me it fuels the next part of your half year movie. Right. You know, will they ever play again? Right. Mm. And if you can answer that, or they may never, never play yeah. again, you've answered it.
1: Well, yeah. we had to, sh- we to shoot a big concert scene with the band. Of course, we just lost one of them. Mm-hmm. So we had to have some stand-ins in there. But it's pretty clear that it's not them in that position. That's so, drama itself. That's a heck of yeah, a lot yeah. of drama. Yeah, so I used it. Yeah. You know
3: what I mean? Yeah. So, but you explained it, too. Right, right. For the audience to know. Of course. Yeah, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah. Very
2: interesting. So what's next for you? What's going on? What's popping? <clears> uh, we're going to go do BB. I'm saying we're.
1: I've been telling for years. You got your, you got
2: your
3: I'm, I'm show, day. right? You got your show. And we're going to show. Uh, Can you uh, talk about it? A little bit. Talk I can't give that much information, but mm-hmm. uh, I had a show at FX for the last year called Heist 88. Mm-hmm. And it's now Great moving title. to uh, HBO.
1: Yes, so even better. We're
3: meeting uh, this next this, this month. And uh, we're excited about it. It, uh, it wasn't quite right for FX. Mm-hmm. Uh, we developed it for about a year, but HBO's always wanted it. They uh, they wanted it when we, we were out with it a year ago. So I'm happy that we're talking about it.
2: Awesome. i gonna make it there. Love, yeah, it. Yeah. Nice. love mm-hmm. it. Nice, love it. Everybody's
1: in the room, everybody's in the room. Nice. Um. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what's up, That's And what's up. uh Let's see, what else? Uh, BB. BB. I'm trying to make that film. Mm-hmm. and. Um, Let's see. Um, there's, a, uh, there's a couple of projects that are universal, different places that are mm-hmm. percolating. And um, what's going on with the with the
1: genre committee right now? Anything? Oh, uh, good. We
3: we're, we had a really good year. We did some great events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a big event uh, called the Hollywood, um, the Holiday Alternative Christmas uh, genre event coming mm-hmm. up. Okay. Uh, that, I, the date. I can give you the date real soon. I, mm-hmm. I, it's going to be on the WGA right. sort of calendar. But we're going to be having a panel discussion about alternative Hollywood movies, like Bad Santa and all yeah, these other yeah, films awesome, that awesome. are not just, you know, yes. bring out the old... Uh, Die Hard yeah, Krampus. Movies. Exactly. Die Hard, Krampus. Like Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of films. We're going, we're, going talk, we're going to talk, we have the writers there. I love that So movie. it's going to be... Uh, uh, alternative Christmas uh, event. I like it. I like it. And it's going to be it. at the uh, Foundation Room downstairs. Oh, so. nice. Uh, and the date will be on the WGA calendar very soon oh, in yeah. December.
1: Right, so you better we'll get me in. All right, let me know. Okay. Well, we know yeah. Dwayne, too, so we- set, alterna- Anything alternative, if the writer's in here, it's like, are we talking
2: about Krampus and Bad Santa? Yes? You're like, uh, Uncle Dwayne, can I get in? Boom. Are we talking about Black Christmas, too? No, we're not going that far? Okay, never mind.
3: Yeah. That would be another genre completely. But you know what? We, we, we haven't done with genre committee. It's called a really bad Christmas. Right. <laughs> we haven't done black film. Mm. We haven't done as a genre. Right. It is a genre. Right. I think black, mm-hmm. black filmmakers, or you read D Deree back. Look. Wait, are you talking about like films that have? Well, the question is: is is are films made by black filmmakers considered a genre? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, we did the same thing with women. We said, is are women films made by women considered a genre? And we said, no, it's not. Right, women I that. make films, they not make films. a genre. So we had we had debated this for a whole, right. like two hours one day, and I thought, okay, we're all making genre. Mm-hmm. Making it Asian film, Latin film, you know, Indonesian film, that's not genre. That's right. films from those countries. Right. So we cannot ethnicize genre. Right. We have to say genre is what we write in. Right. You know, People don't say, I'm making gospel movies. Mm-hmm. They make faith-based movies. Yes. Right. And that's a genre. We have not done a faith-based thing yet, mm-hmm. which we might do. But I think having a genre event saying these are black filmmakers that is something the committee of black writers probably should do. Yeah, did, you, well, know. you
0: know it's an
4: interesting thing. You know, we always talk about the podcast called the Michelle Mission. as mm-hmm. one on this is some of the people should listen to. Um, yeah, you mind you mind to take this one because okay. what they do is like like they those two guys mm-hmm. they go every. Uh, each episode They talk about A black film And their mission is to do To do Like all the black films That have been released mm-hmm. And they're very Have a The first episodes but, Like they talk about What they consider A black film Because a lot of times They won't consider films That have black stars A black film A black film Exactly Like, like, mm-hmm. like they're very specific Maybe that, yeah.
3: you know, The white producers Or white directors Or white writers Yeah, the yeah right, you know, the Well studio. they did that
1: yeah. Demi movie Which one was it The 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 one that Oprah and them did Which one was that um, Beloved. Beloved. Yeah. Jonathan Demi? Yeah, Jonathan directed right. that, yeah. Right.
3: Is, is that right. considered a black yeah, film? Yes, it is. Because it's Tony Morrison. It's Tony Morrison. Right, right. It's yeah. a black cast. Yeah, Jonathan ta- Demi was a work for hire. Right. He mm-hmm. didn't bring it to him They
2: hired him. Right. right.
3: So because I think it's a black film. Yeah, because right. they talk about how some of the films that Denzel
4: does are not considered black. How many
2: episodes have they done? 100, 130, okay. 140? So I can go back and they done sp- oh, yeah. sat by the door, so I can go listen to that.
4: Uh, I I don't know. I mean, like I listened to like ten. Okay. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and there's no there's no like it's not in chronicles or order. They're jumping around. Just yeah, jumping around. Okay. Yeah, they
3: just so, pick yeah, one. Yeah. For the they, they didn't call me for Love and Action in Chicago. <laughs> they should. <laughs> yeah. That's they a, should. That's a black film. <laughs> they you know, should. Two, you know, Courtney Vance, Regina well, King. I'm you. you I want you to mention that. Like
2: a lot of dins, <laughs> a lot of Will Smith movies aren't. Black, black films, films. yeah. You know, so a lot True. of films that we think that just because has a black star, like the '80s with Eddie Murphy. No, them was black film until yeah. he did Come into America*. Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> would, would Hitch
3: be considered a black film? Who's that? Hitch? No. No. Interesting. Yeah, I you're don't right. Think so. Absolutely right. No, yeah, yeah. it was just him. It's just him. Only black person, in the
2: and film. he didn't have a black female. No,
3: that's right. He, he fell in love with. He um, was yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and his wife was fine and sitting right there, and y'all could have had. Y'all could have been the next. Boom, <laughs> Spencer Tracy <laughs> and all that stuff, and y'all <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm, I'm so, so upset. Training days, so training day, black no. is a black movie. It is, is. Well, a no. a it is not a black movie. Well, that's a very interesting question. Black doesn't matter. Ethan Hawke. It is a cop movie
3: it's a right. cop it's a genre it's a genre it's a police drama, drama. it's not considered a nope. black no film like, not because at the all. villains are those latino, They're all the latino gangsters guys. and the it black is guys it is not Will y'all just listen support. to the black woman around let me tell yeah. you it was no is man man's society a black film yeah. I was like yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah and uh dead Presence is a black absolutely yes okay black filmmaker black magic matter black cast inkwell all well. black thieves no Mm-mm. Why do you know? Inkwell? I don't think so. Well, let's see. The writer was black. Okay. The director was Maddie Rich. Mm-hmm. The screenwriter, the original filmmaker, was Trey Ellis, black. I think it's a black film. Disney yeah. made the film.
2: It's, m- it's, I think it's more like a. It's a, it's a Disney know, movie. I don't know if I want to call it. But it's more like the, the genre. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like, because it reminds me a lot of the, the like suburbs Tales going Tales to the going to Martha's Vineyard. It's kind of like the family kind of little suburban, overgoing. I didn't really, when I, back in the day, I should probably go watch it again. I didn't really feel like, oh, these are black people. It was more like, oh, this is a family that comes from, and they're going to the Inkwell and they're having their you experience. Felt, you felt a little removed. I did. I did. And it yeah. might have been Maddie. Maddie probably needed a little bit more time to be a better filmmaker. Maddie needed you know, more time. Yeah. And I remember when that process happened.
3: And yeah. <laughs> Trey and Maddie didn't get along. Yeah. It so
2: was, there was a did. lot, and Trey oh. trails too. Yeah, and his 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 mind is a little bit different. I don't think people were ready for a Trey. Yeah, yeah I love time. Trey Ellis. I yes. just think that yeah. it might not have been the time for it that. Might not yeah. he was ahead of his time. He was. <clears throat> yes. yeah. 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 I'm so glad you think the same way, yeah. I do. Why were not you my professor in the Cosby <laughs> <Uber? laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad now. <laughs> I'm so upset. Well, thanks, Dwayne. We appreciate having you, man. It
1: was really great. being Are you here. on um, any kind of uh, social media? You on Twitter or Instagram or anything? Or what you
2: Uh Twitter. Um, you say it like. like wait, you say it, it like. <laughs> I regret to inform you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. What is your Twitter handle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find Are you out. You sure Twitter. We'll Twitter. find out and put it in the show notes. <laughs> in-
3: Instagram, yes, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Oh, you're on IG? I'm
1: okay. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> These kids today and all their darn technical stuff on the way. Is there a social media should die? Is there a Facebook page for Be Known and all yes, the stuff is. like that? A website? Is, it's
3: called Be Known. Dot, dot, uh, yeah, it's on Facebook. Okay, good. And um, and the film is uh, being promoted on Facebook too right, right now. I'm gonna promote it on Instagram also. Okay. And Cahill just signed a new record deal with a London-based record in, uh label. So the film's going to be released in Europe next year. Awesome. You know, Berlin, yeah. Paris, Brussels, uh, Madrid, different screenings, and the band will play. It's going to be kind of a music, live album right. coming out, and, music of and, the film, and of course the, um, the album. All right. So,
2: And for awesome. Khalil, it's like...
3: Be known. It's on Amazon, known. everybody. Amazon yeah. Prime. Check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Kahil El-Zabar. Mm-hmm. Be known. Um, the Kahil. Mission, the uh, mystery yeah. of El, it's called Be Known the Mystery of Cahill El Okay on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Nice. So it on now. Nice. Where are you at, Chris? <clears throat> uh,
4: unauthorized CBD on Instagram and Twitter and at DerekBrothers.com for our website. Ooh, Lisa Lisa Colt Jam. You know
2: I'm on Twitter. What fresh hell is this? What <laughs> fresh hell is Ooh, this? Dorothy Parker. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what and, you know, and you know it's me because it's the Black Mermaid. So <laughs> when you see the Black Mermaid and what fresh hell is this, it's me. <laughs> That's the Dorothy Parker line. I yes. It's it a great He's line. one of my
3: heroes. You'll love the uh, new movie with <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Oh, you know,
2: I have, I have it in my case. Oh, I, like, I, I, I want to see that. I can't wait.
3: It's such a great movie. Mm. Yeah, the, um, yeah. I won't give much away, but she does plagiarize one of her Dorothy Parker's letters. Yeah. What's, it's uh, great. <laughs> will you ever forgive <laughs> me? Will you ever forgive <laughs> me? Yeah. It's,
1: I mean, she should get an Academy Award nomination for this. <laughs> I <love> She's <laughs> it. so good. I love it. And yeah. I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter, at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters are on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, Screenwriters Rent Room at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes Stitcher Apple Podcasts Whatever you listen to Give us a five star review We need that for the metrics um, Patreon page is, is up There will be
4: a link In the show notes Those who have donated We appreciate very yes much Yes we do Yes we do um, Yeah it's cool stuff on there We mm-hmm. love it for everyone Oh and last thing
2: this. Shout out to Missy Elliott Congratulations On yes. um, being one of the first Probably only Female rappers to make it Was it the Songwriters Hall of Fame Absolutely uh, VH1, y'all still fucking up. <laughs> yeah, MTV, yeah. y'all still fucking up. Mm-hmm. Y'all be having these iconic awards thing. You still ain't giving nothing to Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Y'all gave something to J-Lo before Missy? <laughs> has, no no disrespect, J-Lo. Has you, Miss,
3: Missy gotten an NAACP award? Listen.
2: I mean, listen. Really, I'm asking. Listen. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, her,
3: come on. I, I don't she's, think so. She's broken a lot of uh, boundaries in terms of her music and her style as a black woman, as a black rapper. Have you been
1: nominated for any of yours?
3: A couple of times. That's okay, yeah. what I thought for I was Whitewater. Like, you get, but you didn't win nothing. That's didn't some bullshit win, right? no. That's And Be got nominated right. You know what We didn't <clears throat> win hey. no. You know what Love and Action in Chicago got nominated But okay. we didn't win No mm. Mm. Uh, We nominated four times a
1: lot mm. of folks. Mm. That's what's up <laughs> So thank y'all We appreciate y'all Everybody joining with me You know how we do it On the rant room On the show We keep it real We keep it opinionated We keep it what everybody Black, Black Panther's, Panthers Quest. Quest Peace y'all Ciao
0: I'ma say what I feel